I'm 19 and I have a relapsed germ cell tumour. Um, when I was 12, I sort of stopped growing. My sight had basically completely gone. I was drinking constantly. Um, lots of things, I was constantly cold and went back and forth to the doctors for over a year. I went through so many tests, been told I was an anxious child and Finally went back to the last doctor in her surgery who had basically diagnosed me within half an hour and within a week or so I was in a hospital getting chemotherapy for the germ cell tumour, which was on my pituitary gland. I had to get scans but I wasn't able to lie flat for them as everything spun when I lay down and um, I finally managed to get it done under sedation and things and um, came back that it had come back. <laughs> um, when it was the start of the year and I was thought, you know, New Year's resolution, I'll start physiotherapy things. And one of my exercises, I had to lie flat on the floor. And when my, as soon as my head touched the ground, the whole world began spinning. I could physically see the room spinning around. And I began to feel sick and, you know, had to get up. But I put that down to just other things. I never thought it would come back. And then not being able to get for scans, you know, my oncologist was saying, you know, I'm not bothered, it's been five years all clear now, you know, I'm not desperately worried about it. So I was never worried about it being relapsed, I just thought it was other problems. But looking back now, I was, I was, I was being sick and I was sleeping all day and I didn't, just didn't really notice particularly. So the scan came as quite a shock, but yeah. Yeah, the treatment was hard. I had four rounds of sort of normal chemo and then I had high-dose chemotherapy and a stem cell transplant and then I had 15 weeks. No, didn't have 15 weeks. I had 15 days of radiotherapy. I had so, I had so many side effects that everything lasted so much longer than it should have and the high-dose chemotherapy and transplant was extremely difficult because you're in a room for weeks at a time, not able to get out, but that's when the you know Teenage Cancer Trust support worker is just brilliant and she comes around every day and cheers you up. It's somebody different than my mum. So, yeah, it was great to have my mum here and she could come up and, you know, having the fridge here is a massive thing. You could have not hospital food. <laughs> mum would come up and make me that and she could come up and make cups of tea and things like that. So that was great for her and for me just to have her there all the time and not need to be going out and getting things for herself. No, my mum was allowed to stay over and I think especially because, you know, it was teenage, you know, if I had a room to myself, she, they were happy with her staying over with me. If I was really unwell and things like that, they were more than happy for her to stay and keep an eye on me. Yes, I've made lots of friends. Just, they have, you have a connection with them that you'd never have with anyone else and they just understand what you go through and there's people I'd never, I'd have thought I'd never be friends with. Not for any reason other than no, nothing in common, but they're your great friends now. 
Leaving this unit is so much better than the unit I was in as a child. As when I was in, it was just it was brand new and nobody had really heard of Teenage Cancer Trust and things. So all there was was a TV that didn't really work, internet that nobody knew the password to, and a kitchen. But even just being in a separate area from children made such a massive difference. So this time having the this unit has been amazing. Been able to come up and watch TV and you know, use a pool table and things like that, it's been great. I think it made people feel when they come up to visit you that they're not quite visiting you in hospital, that it's not as sad and, you know, you can have come up here and have a laugh and forget that you're in hospital. I had all of my treatment in as an inpatient. Um, well, Lisa, my youth sport coordinator, would come round every day and cheer you up when you're feeling terrible, bring me stuff to do if I couldn't get out of bed and getting me up here if I could get out of bed, so definitely got me going and if I didn't have her I'd have just spent all day in bed, probably not doing anything. Yeah, I think the my clinical support worker is such a great thing, like coming here from a kid's hospital, I was really nervous about it being an adult's hospital, but and I didn't know about the CNS, but... You know, as soon as I got here and booked in and she arrived within 10 minutes and was introducing herself and it just made things so much easier. And I feel I can go to her with anything and she's there at every single appointment and, you know, it's crazy how much they remember about every single detail about you as if you're their only patient. I think that, you know, nobody really understands. If they're older, they won't understand what a massive impact it makes and how much an impact it has on your friend groups and to have somebody there that knows what, what you're going through, you know, having to stop uni or miss tons of school, you know, having somebody who actually understands that makes such a difference. Well, I was finished school by the time I came here, so just Siobhan, my click sergeant social worker, helped with deferring university and things like that. Yeah, definitely, who can take care of it all and make sure it's all sorted out for you when everything else is going on around you. Mm -hmm. It's something you can't really focus on and try and figure it out yourself. I know the staff's been great for my mum because she was with me all the time and she'd quite often stay when I was really, really unwell and they'd always, you know, be making her cups of tea and making sure she was fine because, like, you know, she couldn't... She was looking after me and focusing all her attention on me, so they definitely made her feel a bit better, <laughs> kept her eating <laughs> and when she was stressed and things, so. Yeah, and I know she gets a lot out of my clinical nurse as she knows that that's somebody she can go to if she's worried about me or anything. Um, I've done as much as possible, <laughs> taking part in everything sort of that's going on when I was well enough to, so I've done a lot of art therapy every week we had prize bingo and you know, the pizza Tuesday and things, I've always taken part in them. I think one thing that helped me is I think I came to art therapy before starting treatment. So it was when I was diagnosed and it had just started and it meant I sort of got to know a few people who were who had gone through the same thing before I even started and I was a bit reassured because I was just nervous for waiting for treatment to start. For me personally, I can't get out myself, so to be able to go to activities you know, held by Teenage Cancer Trust, it makes a massive difference and you get to see everyone else outside the hospital. And it make My activities are going to the hospital or being in the house, so to get out of hospital to go and see a show or whatever, it makes a massive difference. 
yeah, definitely recommend every activity. Just even if it doesn't seem like your thing, just go for it because you just have such a laugh with everyone, no matter what. Like I've joined in in things that I didn't particularly think I'd enjoy, such as photography and things. But you just have such a laugh with everyone, and it takes your mind off what you're going through at that point. Mm-hmm.